and you don't have to be like a travel savant to really be able Agreed. to do it. Oh, Anybody so can much. do this. Hi, this is Shannon and Kristen, and we're better known as the Vogel Twins. Yay! Okay, so today we have a very special guest. Always very special. Always, but this one's really, really special because yeah. I feel like we have to give this guest a lot of kudos. Oh, 100%. So 100%. much kudos. 100%. 100%. So much kudos on how we travel plan. Yes, honestly. He is definitely someone that the way he like plans things, I have taken. I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. Or, He's like, given the- us the guidelines of how to travel plan. Yes, he and, has. Yeah, and to give you guys an introduction, this is our friend, Jamerol, please. Matthew. Matt. Matt. Hello, Matt. You can say hi. Hello. I don't know how I'm going to live up to that uh, <laughs> intro. My goodness. You will. You're the first drum roll. The, Honestly. Yeah, wow. we've never had we've a drum never roll. had the drum roll. I feel I'm like honored. I may put a real drum roll because I feel like. I don't feel pick up on the table. <laughs> and if it doesn't, everyone's going to know. Yes. <laughs> yes exactly. Yeah. So, Matt. I want to like let everyone know how we know you. So we're actually just to give everyone a little backstory of our buddy Matt. He's actually a friend of ours from high school. Yes. And we've always been those kind of friends who've always enjoyed adventuring around, you know. But it mm-hmm. wasn't until like after college, in my opinion, that we all kind of just went like, I don't know, out of our little town and like explored more what was around us. Yeah. You know, would you agree, Matt? Yeah. I mean, so we all met in driver's ed. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys were seniors. That fe- and that feels appropriate, too, like when all we do is drive together. Right. <laughs> that is actually the, very appropriate for us. The um, irony is definitely there. Yeah. The, so we met in driver's ed when we all went away to school. But go, starting talking about all this traveling thing, when you guys studied abroad, yes, you yeah, guys sure. made a Facebook group, if I remember correctly, yes. for everybody to stay in touch. Yes. So my travel bug, actually, the credit goes to you guys. Because Aww, thank you, I man. Know that. You never told me that. I didn't <laughs> know that. Oh. You know, we were seeing, you would basically tell us how everything was going. Obviously, you didn't tell us everything, but yeah. you kept us all informed and it gave me that itch to travel, which is why you guys are a year older than me, my junior year, because you guys studied abroad sophomore year, right? Yes. 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 Sophomore mm-hmm. year, right? Oh, wait. Oh, wait no, no, take no, that junior, back. Junior, junior year. Junior but year. But you were a sophomore. Right. Yeah. Okay. It, was, it was our junior year fall semester. Right. That's what yes. we did it. And you were a sophomore. Yeah, fall. <laughs> but in different seasons. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, so you guys studied abroad and you gave me a travel bug and Later on, we'll talk about my road trip that I took cross country. That was yeah. sort of the inception of the idea to whether I go backpacking in Europe or drive cross country. Mm-hmm. I ultimately decided to drive cross country, but it was you guys who started the travel itch in me and everything that I've learned is oh, because so of that. I didn't know that. I did not know yeah. that, especially because I feel like you taught us how to kind of organize our thoughts. Like, yeah. I will say this, studying abroad definitely gave me a basis of like what I want in a trip or just yeah. in general and like a day-to-day planning type thing situation. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when we got, when we went back to Long Island with all our knowledge, I guess you'd say, <laughs> with all our shared knowledge with you guys, when we all graduated, I felt like, you know, like 
the real world. It's like, what are we going to do? Like, let's like, you know, and it wasn't until you were like, hey, like, let's make some Long Island adventures. And I feel like Mm -hmm. it really sparked my idea of being a tourist in your own city. You know, like I always thought like a trip has to be like you get on a plane and you go somewhere for a long period of time and you come back with more memories. Yeah. But you can make those memories being home. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I loved it when we would, you know, Like, we're all from Long Island, New York, and I loved it when you were like, hey, like, let's go out east to Montauk. And this was, like, winter. So it was, like, a setting and a time that I never thought. I would never associate Montauk with. Like, anyone from the New York area who's heard of Montauk, it's it's like a summer getaway. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So for us, I was like... I was like, what? What do you like? Why are we doing Montauk in the winter? But I mean, it's you, and I know you're a good time, so I wasn't totally questioning. I was like, that sounds kind of cool. Let Let's try it out. Yeah. And we would just have the whole playlist of '90s music, yes. jam it out. But what was great about your energy, and I think that's why we're such good friends, is because like you're the kind of person who's one extremely open minded to anything. Yes. So if Chris and I like, we're very photo enthusiast, and like I feel like we also sprinkled that on you as well. <laughs> and, yeah, and I think because of our of all of our curious like, creative energies, you would just like park the car on the side, and we'd like take photos if yeah. you wanted. So it wasn't just point A to point B destination. Like we had an idea of what we wanted to do, but we kind of always splintered from it. Yeah. And I mean, can you like kind of elaborate on that though, Max? I feel like, I feel like, cause you guys are like watching you. <laughs> I'm literally just like enamored. Cause I'm like, yeah, yeah. I love reminiscing about it, but yeah, no, know. I know. Same. So we'll go back to when we, well, when I graduated, mm-hmm. uh, obviously you said going into the real world, our friend group kind of got smaller. Um, and, Due to our respective sort of life stressors that we were all dealing with, we mm-hmm. kind of helped each other through all of that. And part of that was traveling. And I thought, you know, yeah. like you like you guys were going to Florence, you know, I drove cross country. And I remember thinking, like, what's, what's on Long Island? Like, what's in our own backyard? Yeah. yeah. And that's what sort of, you know, piqued my curiosity as to how do we go about traveling in our own backyard? And um, Montauk, well, we started with, you know going to Heckscher and obviously yeah yeah, yeah. you know me I feel like we're going further and further <laughs> right well so like me and Shannon both worked at Heckscher but she mainly oh, yes. stayed oh, yeah. in the office so she never got to see like what was outside yeah. from like all the hidden spots I forgot we had a summer job together so we started right. we started with Heckscher that was like where we did like our first photo adventure and then from there we did Montauk and I remember because Montauk was it was just us there. Yeah, for the it most was part, so there was nice. very few people it was there. So nice. Um, and we found like these hidden spots, you know, using um, I think we used Google for to find that specific restaurant mm-hmm. we wanted something to eat. Um, you know, Those and tacos, that was us. Man. <laughs> so I good. still feel like that wasn't real. I feel like it was a mirage because like the feel taco like I, place. I haven't been able to find it ever since. Like people, well, ask I actually, us. I actually did find it. Did you yeah, find did. it? Oh I my did. god! Um, but. That's kind of where my whole planning um, background started was because I would come up with the idea. You guys, you know, as time went on, you guys just tr- fully trusted me yeah. um, with when I was planning things. So it wasn't very difficult, um, very little um, pressure on me to plan things in a particular way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can obviously get into all the different uh 
issues when it comes to planning. Like you don't oh, want yeah. to over plan. Oh, yeah. There's always well, something. But that's what, which it, again, this is like something we even talk about in like previous episodes about group travel. I mean, we're intimate. Like this is only three. Like so, it's not yeah. something too overwhelming. I mean, it can always be overwhelming planning no matter what. But I feel like we're really lucky that, like I even mentioned earlier, we all like kind of like the same thing. So it was never like I, I trusted you because I knew I was like whatever he picks, it's going to be a good time. Like we right. you know have similar styles that way. That yeah. I think that like I knew that I was like if if Matt likes, I know I'm gonna like I'm it. I'm probably yeah. gonna like it. And I'm honestly, if I've never done it, I'm again so open minded to new things. So mm-hmm. it's like if I've never done it, that sounds fun to me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like why not? But I do think when it comes to planning, and I think from like all our past experience, I feel like there's a formula to it. Like you start off picking where you want to go, and then it's like okay, like from there, what are we gonna do? How long are we staying there? You know, if it's like a day mm-hmm. trip, I mean, we can bring some snacks in the car. Yeah. But is there some local goodies like some local food mm-hmm. spots that we want to try out? And I feel like we'd always like pin certain places, yeah. like even along the way, like okay, like this place looks really cool. Like let's like travel mm-hmm. over there, and then maybe like there's this really cool beach. So I feel like I'd always like I feel like we like especially us because we're such foodies, we'd yeah. find a food spot and then from there explore. Like after we'd have yeah. like a nice lunch, and catching I also up. feel like though too, like with experience, we found what we liked. Do you know what I mean? Very like, true. Because yeah. I did a lot of like as Matt like said, like we went abroad and studied and did all that stuff. Like I kind of had like a day to day basis, especially like during that experience. Like we're always traveling every weekend, so like I became accustomed to realizing what I liked and didn't like while I was traveling. Like I knew like I like cafes, so for me, I was like when I when I go to do something local, I'm like, okay, where's the cafe I like? You know, like yeah. that's something that I enjoy. So like that's something that like with experience you find out like oh. Oh, these are things I like or these are things I know I want to stay longer for like yeah. so I think like understanding your travel style is kind of an important thing to know or to like when you're planning know like oh hey like I know I like this this so, is like, my personality exactly type. yeah that you're gonna like mm-hmm. like those kinds of things yeah I agree and we all have like again similar tr- like planning types and yeah. here's the thing too like I also feel like this is like such a I hate to like ending is too like when I think of travel planning or like when you like plan certain things I I there's a part of me that does cringe about it only because I don't like when people misinterpret it as like you're overly structured like when you have to plan every single minute yeah. that is what I don't like because for me like I like planning to have flexibility do you know what mm-hmm. I mean so I'm not wasting my day on my phone like what's in the area you know what I mean like I feel like we did a really good job doing that mm-hmm. right and that we were able to do a good job of that because over time, through our experiences, we were able to uh, sort of narrow down our niche and and travel and what we what we expect when we go somewhere, um, mm-hmm. and also the unexpected things, which is what we kind of enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, you Did know. you ever experience that though? Like because you mentioned earlier, you like you know I remember you doing that road trip. Like that must have been so intense because it's like for us, it's like a weekend getaway, a few or weeks. Like a day, it's not as daunting. It's not as daunting, but like when you do like a long period of time across country, multiple states. Like how did you break that down? So. The summer before my senior year of college, me and my my best friend Jimmy, um, we decided. Oh, shout out Jimmy! <laughs> shout out to Jimmy! <laughs> uh, so we decided we wanted to do a trip, and it was either going to mm-hmm. be backpacking in Europe, uh, or it was going to be driving cross country. Um, when push came to shove, and like our timeline uh, and budget, we decided that driving cross country was the best idea. Um, 
It was just more cost efficient, you'd say? More, yeah, more cost efficient. We didn't have to pay for flights and, mm-hmm, and all that true. stuff. And it just felt a little more familiar to me. And I was, like we were saying before, like a lot of people, they say, oh, you know, I've been here, I've been there, whatever. And you guys have said this too. Yeah. Like, you've been all over the world, but, you know, you haven't seen parts of your own country. I know. Yeah, it's it's so bad. I feel so bad. <laughs> so that, that was part of the reason why I leaned towards that idea of driving cross country. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. I also feel like the cost efficient just for our listeners. You didn't even rent. You had your own car. So that's another like right. check off the budget list is like you already had a car that you could do that in. Because right. I'm sure it'd be so different if you had to rent a car. Like right. that would have yeah. sucked. <laughs> so the pre- yeah. I'll just uh, precursor this entire trip. Uh, when it comes to money, as I'm explaining what I did on this trip, um, me and Jimmy each only spent $2,200. Wow, oh, really? Like, wow. So $4,400 total. Yeah. That's really not- for, for the month? For 19 days. Yo, 19, 19 days. Yeah. That's, Close to it. Yeah, talking about America trip, because I always associate like, and I feel like hence why we tend to travel like further countries. Sometimes it can be cheaper to like be there, but that's not that bad. Like for what I would have thought. Right. You know what I mean? For, for food and everything, gas, like places that you're staying. But now here's where this was when, before I had my, my, um, my sort of strength and planning, this was mm-hmm. kind of done off the cuff in a way. You know, mm-hmm. and Jimmy and I sat down and we said, okay, where do we want to go? What are our big destinations? So we mapped out, okay, we want to go here. We want to see this. We want to do that. Do you remember the spots that you went to? Yeah. So I can kind of walk you through uh, where we went. So Jimmy was going to Penn State. Um, so he had his still had his place mm-hmm. over the summer. So I met up with him there. Uh, from Penn State, we drove to Chicago. We spent... A day in Chicago. We actually didn't sleep there. Oh, we ended okay. up staying in um, a place called Rockford, Illinois, which is just outside of, uh, it's like two hours outside of Chicago. Okay. Um, going back when we were planning, we only booked hotels in certain places that I knew we were going to be spending long mm-hmm. amounts of time in. Okay. Yeah. Chicago was not one of them. So yeah. when we- Is there a reason why? So part of it was that uh, Jimmy was in the military, um, so we would get a military discount at a lot of places. Oh, okay. oh wow, that's nice. Um, there's a lot of other discounts that hotels have, like if you have a AAA card, oh, uh, I didn't that's, know that. you can get discounts there. There's a lot of different These are discounts. good tips, guys. I didn't know that. With certain yeah. cards, you can get discounts. Yes. I never I get duped. Of- I just pay what's on the <laughs> website. I just know we do hostels. Like, yeah, we don't, we don't. Well, do, I mean, we don't I do feel like hotels. hostels are more of a, I mean, technically we do have them in America, but it's just not as common, I think. Right. You know what I mean? That's true, yeah. yeah. I think the other thing, too, is like, so the app that exists now is Hotel Tonight. That probably would have been my go-to when I was traveling cross-country because, you know, we would drive up to a hotel. They would have no uh, no rooms. Oh, that's awful. Then you'd drive. But then some of them would just give you the room for like half the price because they just wanted it Get filled. Rid of, oh, okay. So it was kind of nice. Like, that's um, kind of a gamble though. No? It was. But uh, the good thing about driving along these interstates that we drove on for the most part, there was always hotels. Yeah, you know? that's true. Uh, but it was nice. It's nice, like, driving um, and seeing the states change, uh, you know, driving just from Pennsylvania. You know, you had to cut through West Virginia, um, Ohio, Indiana, and then getting to Illinois. You saw how, like, uh, the terrain, just, just the terrain changes. And then yeah. you see, like, how, you know, it goes from, uh, you know, you got, uh, like, sort of farmland. Then it goes into, like, an industrial part. Yeah. And just seeing how – and you're just thinking to yourself, like, this is – the United States, like this country yeah. is so diverse, even in middle America. 
That's crazy. That's a really I think it's just hearing you say that makes me really want a road trip so bad. I like know. it's like I feel like it's like you mentioned earlier, and it is semi-embarrassing. I've been, which is I'm so grateful for it. I'm not taking it away because I would do all my trips all over again. But when people ask me, like, oh, where have you been? And I'm like, I tell them where I'm going, like where I've been. But I can never say how many states like I can count on one hand how many states I've probably been to. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And there's 50. <laughs> you know, like that's so pathetic. And like I feel so un-American that I've never explored my own country but it's also like when I do try to look it up like I'm not gonna lie like it's expensive and it's funny like sometimes like a trip to Thailand is cheaper than going to a going to a state in America. And I'm sorry, but I want to go to Thailand. <laughs> like, that's just my preference. That's also my travel style, you know, yeah, like, yeah. whatever. But this, but we actually just recently did California. Right. And I'll tell you this, like, it changed my view. Like you said, like, we, which is, this it. is like a mini road trip. But we went from uh, LA to San Diego. <laughs> Two hours, man. Woo. But we actually went a little out to see out the desert because I really wanted, I've never seen a desert, you know. So I was like, I really, actually, I, that's a lie. We have seen a desert. But not an American desert. (laughs) It's different. And we wanted to like kind of go out and then go back into San Diego. So it's a little further, but like you said, as we're driving, the terrain was so like literally there was like nothing around, but straight up the one road we were driving on. And it was insane. It felt like breaking bad. (laughs) I was like, I mean, I know they do film in California, but I was like, Oh my God, Kristen, we're in the set of like breaking bad right now, but it was just super cool. Like it's like we're at these beaches, like a city, then out of nowhere, it's like this desolate land. You know what I mean? And it's just like, you're right. It's just crazy to think that like, I don't know. And there, you know what it is too also? On, I'm just going on a ramble here. But like there's something really peaceful about like taking charge of like transportation as well. Like I always like yeah. usually, which is also very nice, but we'll just usually sit on like a night bus or a train or whatever. And that's really cool because you don't have to think about it. Yeah. But I feel like I'm more conscious of like when I'm driving because I'm really, when I got to say focus is <laughs> yeah. I'm driving, but it's just a different type of travel. And I feel more like a local in some weird yeah. sense. It's like I really like, like an everyday activity that yes. like- this is funny, actually, talking about, like, an everyday activity. Like, even, like, when Shannon and I travel, for some reason, our tradition, it hasn't even, it didn't mean to be a tradition, but it, has but it happens. Yeah. But it has become a tradition is that we'll go to the movies and like, every country we've been in. And, like, it's just such a normal act. It feels, like, very odd, which is, and, but, you but know they're so cool. Different. But you know what's really cool? Every movie theater we go to in different countries, they do it differently. So it's been really fun to be like, what are they going to do now? Like, <laughs> how can you change up a movie theater? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's really insane. Like, just a, this is a total side note. Like, in Korea, they do couple specials. So they really invite couples to go to, like, they they don't really, this sounds horrible, they don't really cater to singles at all. Yeah, that was like, a little sad. That was the only thing, like, they expect people who go to the movies have to be together. And I'm like, well, luckily I'm with Kristen, so we're a couple automatically. But, like, in Korea, they did, like, couple sets this, couple sets that. And I'm like, wow, like, this is romantic. <laughs> and, like, in Dublin, they – it was actually really cool. And this is actually European, I think. Yeah, this, but this is the first time I saw it. it was yes, Dublin, it was yeah. in Dublin. Was It was, like, kind of like a, going to a Broadway theater where they assign you seats. And that but I never the, had But it actually looked like a straight-up theater. But it did though. look like a theater. Like, it did not look like a movie theater. It felt right. like I was seeing a live show. Like, it was a stage, but they had, like, the screen come down. Down. I was like, is this like an auditorium, like a school? Like, this is really weird. Yeah. But it was still cool. We saw 007. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a very interesting thing to do, like normal things in your own, like in, in different countries. Mm-hmm. But like, that's like a spontaneous decision we didn't plan, you know? Yeah. But like, it was really fun that like we kind of went out of our schedule and we like, it was didn't, a surprise. It was just kind of a surprise and it kind of like naturally fell into place. But I wasn't like bent, to, like, out of shape over it. I was like, we have to stick to the sketch, you know? Like, yeah. it was just like, 
that's cool. Like, like our plan didn't work out. What else can we do? Oh, there's a movie theater across the street. Like, I guess we'll go see this movie. Like, whatever. Like, not a big deal. But it's a story in itself. And it was kind of fun. And it was, like, really cool. Because especially when we're in, like, really foreign countries. Like, we went in Japan. We went and saw Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> like, it was great. Yeah. But, like, it was really fun because, I hate to say this, but, like, we were, like, the only, like, Caucasian people in there. But it was, like, really cool to see, like, all the locals and, like, they had different and by the way, and it the was way, in yeah. English but subtitles in Japanese, which I thought was fascinating so cool. to see, like, a movie being played in our language, but they go see that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I thought that was really cool. And it was just all in subtitles. Like, I thought they'd have voiceovers. Like, I didn't know what to do because I was like, oh, is, is this movie going to be in Japanese? Are they going to sing Bohemian Rhapsody in Japanese? <laughs> I mean, they, they do that for, like, Frozen and stuff, don't like, they? They dub it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, like, oh, maybe this is going to And I don't blame them, but I thought it would be kind of cool, you know? Right. So we go and see this movie, and I'm like, like, what an experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I wouldn't have done that if I, like, you know, stuck to my schedule, like, quote, unquote. Yeah. Like, I feel like you must have had. Did you have any experiences like that when you were road tripping? Like, you kind of had, a, like, an idea, and then you kind of went off course in some sense. That ever happened And it turned out to be a good thing or even a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... What you're saying about how they do things differently with the movie theater in your own country, that things are done much differently. <laughs> Perfect example is in Chicago. We went to get deep dish pizza. I can't seem to remember the name of the place we went to, um, but even sitting down at the restaurant, we didn't get our food for over an hour. And us being <laughs> oh, New, Yorkers, New Yorkers, you know, I would have been like, "Is something wrong?" Right. Yeah. And I'm talking like even appetizers. Like we didn't have them nothing. For over an hour. So imagine sitting, taking up a table in a restaurant for an hour. Like I feel and guilty. Not having anything. Yeah. That that's was the service really friendly though. The service was friendly, but again, that's kind of what it's like there. And from what I saw, at least, so. You know, being in your own country, things can be much different. You know, New York, That's we're used true. to now, 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 now. Yeah. Fast this, fast that. You know, you go to other parts of the country, everybody's slow. Um, you know, perfect example going from... Their pace is a lot slower. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So mm-hmm. we, when we were done in Chicago and we stayed in Rockford, we drove through Wisconsin and Minnesota. Ultim- our ultimate next destination was Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. But obviously, that's a far drive from where we were. But, you know, talking about how things are different, we stopped in Minnesota to get something to eat. And uh, the locals saw our license plate was from New York. And they were so nice to us. Aww, and like, I love that. Just being from New York, if you and I saw someone with a Minnesota license plate, yeah. we probably wouldn't even say a word to them. I'd be like, well, oh, we're different personalities, for right. sure. But I mean, major- I hate to generalize, but I know what you mean like by right. that comment. It's very, yeah. very true. It's like We're just different here, and um, it's just amazing how wherever like, you go across the yeah. country, things change. Um, yeah, because like, I yeah. feel like that's probably like a normal thing in Minnesota. Some be like, oh, I see you're from New York. Well, like, I like, actually like, talk to strangers. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. like when you approach in New York, if someone like, comes up to you, the first thing, which is an awful thing, I don't know, and again, this is a generalization, but the first thing you think of is like, it. what do you want? Do you know what I mean? Like you're almost thinking like not being like, oh, that's really nice. They approached me and said hi. It's like this like, do you what need gimmick? something? Like, what's your what's gimmick? The gimmick like, or, what's the gimmick? And that's definitely like in New York City. Like I'll say that. Like if someone approaches you there sometimes. That's the Manhattan mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I shouldn't like, say that's a whole New York mentality because even if you, when you go upstate New York, that's so right. different. You know what I mean? Different. Like very, very different. Like even Long Island to Manhattan to, you know, upstate New York can be very different types of people. And you wouldn't even realize that we're all New Yorkers in our own way, you know? Back to what I was yeah. saying earlier. So Jimmy and I, our next stop uh, was Mount Rushmore and uh, that when you see it in person and you see the details uh, it, it, it's just it, it takes your breath away 
I can't, I honestly can't imagine. I feel like with a lot of the trips we do, same feeling. More it's like a picture doesn't do it justice. That's why, people, that's why I tell people, if you travel, you must go yourself. Like a photo yeah. will never do it. Like it just, it's not the same feeling. Right. Mm-hmm. So then after that, uh, we wanted to go to Zion National Park. We ended up driving from uh, Mount Rushmore. We stayed in Park City, Utah. Mm-hmm. It's on the way. It was getting late and dark out. So we just stayed there again. Wait, can you stay at the park? Um, you can't, there's hotels around Zion. Um, but again, we didn't really plan all too well because uh, we actually. You didn't dr- plan accommodations at all. That's not not all of them. There were certain spots that we did that we knew we were going to be at for a few days. Okay. We did not do much research on Zion because Jimmy and I were there. You're going to laugh for like 10 minutes. No. What? 10 minutes. That's, oh my God. Right. So, but like we knowing you, like, because this guy over here, like, he loves like nature and park. Like, the fact How that you'd you? only be there for 10 minutes yeah. blows my mind. That I didn't know. And knowing your personality, I kind of feel like that's a lie. Like, how <laughs> could you be there for 10 minutes? Well, the other thing is, too, when you travel with somebody, you have to sort of know their taste. And mm, uh, yeah. Jimmy and I don't have th- the same taste with everything. Okay. Um, so we kind of drove through Zion, like, oh, okay, this, I guess this is it. And we just kept driving. You know, n- if I had known, better i would have planned it much better um but again not planning sometimes leads you to fun adventures so back when jimmy and i we were leaving zion we were heading to flagstaff arizona the way that the we had a gps and we didn't have yeah. the phones back then oh, oh no. my god what a time so jimmy <laughs> I feel like it's humbled us honestly like when people talk about right. traveling i was like i feel like i'm the person i am because i almost died so many times <laughs> i no gps so perfect example is that so we have this gps and then all of a sudden you know there was like a decent amount of people on the road and as we're driving there's less and less cars i'm like oh that's weird whatever <laughs> so we kept driving and then all of a sudden we get to this sign that says uh, the road's closed. So I'm looking oh, on the God. GPS. The dead end? Yeah. It's just like, basically oh. cut. They basically stop people from going down this road because they're doing construction far down. No. So this is the only outlet. Now that outlet was driving on a dirt road through an Indian reservation. <gasps> can you do that? In a Honda Accord. Oh, oh can you do that? So we were able to do it. Luckily, the GPS kind of knew which way to go oh my God. through it, which helped us out. But again, it was a fun adventure. Like we're yeah. literally in the yeah. thick of the desert in uh, lower Utah, northern Arizona. It was pretty cool. We ended up getting to Flagstaff. Then we went over. I had been the, been the Flagstaff before. Oh, okay. Uh, so it was kind of just so showing Jimmy. you didn't Jimmy. need that much time. Right. Yeah. There. Jimmy never did those. So Jimmy did? never did it. So okay, that was that part was nice. of why we did it. Uh, then we went to uh, Grand Canyon. Again, I had been there before. Jimmy hadn't. So we kind of just went there. That was really nice that you accommodated, like, your friend who, like, obviously didn't go to some of these places that right. you have been. I mean, going the second time around, like, kind of revisiting it, you know what I mean? Like, did you, like, was the excitement still there? You know what I mean? Yes, because I think the cool thing was seeing Jimmy's reaction to it. Oh, oh so you're, like, nice. living by character. So you're kind of like, yeah. oh, this, you know, you didn't think of it as a big deal after you yeah. saw it. But then you go again and you see someone else's reaction. Yeah, like, wow, yeah. Man, you definitely have that nice feeling of, like... That's how I felt when I first saw this. Right. You know what I mean? Actually, I feel that a lot when I'm in Manhattan and I see tourists and they're like, oh my God, the big apple. I'm like, wow, you're definitely a tourist for saying that. Right. <laughs> but like, it's so cute to me. Like, I, I think is, I think that's also ties it back to what we said earlier about being a tourist in your own city, like yes. having those fresh eyes somewhere. It's like, I don't want to lose my childlike curiosity. Like, yes. that's something I just don't want to like ever 
you know, grow out of, you mm-hmm. know, like that's so like cute. still being in awe by the things that you see day to day in your own place. Cause it is a special the beauty space. in it. Yeah. Still like the beauty in find, it. find that like special areas like in your own hometown is like just as like magical as finding them in other countries where you are. Like in other states. Yeah. Exactly. Like in your own country. It's mm-hmm. cool. So when we, when we left uh, Grand Canyon, I was turning 21. Uh, so we, <laughs> we went, to, we went to Vegas. That was a, a time that where I had planned ahead and gotten a hotel. Okay, there we Vegas go. Good job. Better. Good yeah. job. Vegas <laughs> is good that. because the hotels are relatively cheap because mm-hmm. they count on people gambling. So yeah. it was like forty five dollars a night, and we were in the middle of the strip. Oh wow! And Whoa. it was a you know two queen size beds. It was, nice. it was very good. The stories for Vegas I'll save for another time. Uh, but it was <laughs> what nice. happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Right. Don't worry, we won't expose you on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> But it was nice. Like one of my uncles came out. He was doing business in Vegas. He took us out to dinner. So oh, that's so nice. We got to. Oh, so I, you got to see people along the way on your road trip. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of a nice bonus doing America too, because obviously, like relatives or friends who like live in other states, like yeah, that's another way to really. I mean, obviously, you did the whole like yeah, you did a hotel, which was awesome. Right. But that's another way to save money too. We ended up uh, doing a uh, Vegas. We cut through. The desert, like you guys were saying before, yeah, cool. similar so cool. similar area to where uh, you guys were. And our main focus when we were planning uh, the whole entire trip was California. Mm-hmm. So, San oh, so that was like your anchor. Like that was like, that's right. this is where we want to end up. That was the slices of bread on the sandwich. Everything yeah. else was <laughs> just kind of there. Yeah, I like how you said that. <laughs> so we end we end up cutting through, and we end up going through like the middle of California. So mm-hmm. we go from if you're looking at Vegas on a map, we cut through the desert, and then when we got to like the middle of California, we shot straight up. So we mm-hmm. saw all the vineyards. Ooh. Obviously, just driving through, but we saw yeah. what farm town California yeah. is like. And our ultimate destination uh, was San Francisco. Probably the most like New York City in California. Very different. I had never been to San Francisco. We actually ended up not staying in the San Francisco area. We ended up staying near San Jose. And Jimmy and I wanted to go to Los Angeles. Mm Because everybody talks about the, what is it, Highway 1, the uh, Pacific Coast Highway. Oh, okay. We didn't get to do that. We were taking it right when we left San Francisco. And then... We realized, like, uh, you're driving through all these small towns and stuff. Yeah. And then we just decided, like, oh, how long is it going to take? So we end up shooting back at a certain point to the uh, expressway, and we went down to uh, to Los Angeles. Uh, I had been to Los Angeles before. Jimmy and I used it more as, like, a time to go to the beach, you know, tried to relax. Because at this point, we're yeah. starting to get tired because... It's like, the, is the, this the tail end of your trip? This is towards the, the, towards the end. We're in okay. the second half of it now. And, and you did most of your planning towards, like, as in, like, you know, you had more of your planned things towards the end of this trip rather than having, like, the rest of the things previously. Did that, is cor- that true? Yeah. So we picked, so for example, Chicago, Mount Rushmore, Zion, Flagstaff, Grand Canyon, Vegas, mm-hmm. San Francisco, L.A., our next destination was San Diego. Mm-hmm. Jimmy and had been planning to move there eventually. Yeah. So that was part of the reason why we went there. Uh, that's where we really got to explore the local things. Everywhere else I was, I was eating Subway yeah. and Chipotle. Not really my idea of what you do on vacation, but yeah. it was kind of a way that we ended up saving money. But what I've gotten better with now is I actually will look ahead on, on Yelp or Google and I'll look at all the restaurants, what's mm-hmm. popular, 
um, the hidden gems. I'll always look on Instagram. Instagram is such a good platform. Like I feel like it's like grown so much since it's obviously like back when we were doing our abroad and things like that. Instagram really wasn't a thing. Do you know what I mean? So like, I feel like today it can to be think. utilized so much more for travel, which right. I completely agree with that. Like I feel like Instagram is one of my biggest platforms for sure. So I've actually been able to, in my more recent travels, uh, I've been able to use Instagram to help me find things that I never would have found mm-hmm. uh, back then. Instagram was fairly new back when I was, I was traveling. Say, yeah. It wasn't at its height. When we were in San Diego, though, I was able to use hotel concierge. Seems to be like something oh, yeah. that people don't do as much. But I think especially uh, when you're somewhere that you're not familiar with and you don't have a local to help you, mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt to ask. Ask for a list of recommendations of restaurants. Oh, we would do that, actually. We do that, we at, do our that at our hostels. Like, they'd always be like, what's, like, a fun thing to do in the area? And, like, they're in the day trove of information. And I think it's actually part of their job to answer that kind of question. So it's, like, if you're intimidated by, like, going to, like somewhere local, and, like, I don't know who to ask. Or, like, maybe I can't. Can I ask? But someone who's, like, working at, like, you just said, a hotel concierge, like, they should know. They get those questions, hopefully, all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the only thing that I do get nervous about when those people do get asked is, like, sometimes they get like the, like for a hotel for instance like they might get like promotional or commission yeah. so there's always like that thought too like right. I always like get skeptical sometimes but sometimes honestly it does work though like yeah. they usually give you pretty good um, I usually ideas. like the like uh, well we do the, we've done hostels or like Airbnbs or, like if Airbnb were in America you know but we've done hostels but like I always I mean you know how friendly we are I usually ask people in like a cafe setting <laughs> I love my I'm so European in that sense like I'm if I'm like getting a cup of coffee and I'm vibing with that like cashier I'm like what's a cool spot in the area do you know if the line's not too long because that's just so torturous yeah like I would <laughs> like, never ask someone a I question never, yeah. if it's like at its height busy they're like girl can you just get your coffee and go like <laughs> no, no 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 I try to to ask so mm-hmm. we we did a little bit of, of all of that uh, yeah that was really probably the most well planned out uh, we had the hotel planned in San Diego. That was probably our main destination, uh, okay. most anticipated, because neither of us had been there. It's crazy to think that since that was where he was going to be. Right. You know I mean? And then he yeah. ends up living there for a little while. When we left San Diego, the tail end of our trip, we were spending with uh, dad's cousin who lives in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Talk about being exhausted from all the driving. Yeah. We probably, aside from like... Going, you know, to this place to look at something and going to this restaurant, which was nice because we're getting the locals perspective. Yeah. yeah. We probably just sat in the pool most of the day because we were so exhausted from all the driving. Yeah. And then after uh, we were done in Phoenix, we drove straight home because we had to get back to school. Yeah. Uh, but that was really that whole trip sort of taught me so many lessons when it comes to planning that now when I plan trips, mm-hmm. like my most recent trip was to Washington, D.C., I had a list of things I wanted to see and do, mm-hmm. okay? No particular rank. I just made a nice long list, more than what the amount of time that I was going to be given. Yeah. Same thing with restaurants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I got there, I looked at my list and I just kind of went down the line. So, I've, you know, oh, this this is good to do this right now. Oh, you know what? We don't have to do this. It's kind of far yeah. away. You're kind of in the moment with it because it depended on like weather or like right. just the what you were mm-hmm. doing that day. But even sometimes what I do too, like with like when I make a list as well, because I'm very similar in that way. It's like I'll also check out like, oh, like I see that I want to do this. What is the restaurant that I also am on my other list? Is that close by to this one? Like you know proximity. I mean? like, proximity of like, oh, like, oh, this restaurant's close by. Like I'll do this and I'll add it on to yeah. seeing this other thing. I just think when it comes to like travel planning, I feel like you're 
your method, like like my methods anyway, they change with every trip. I learn more about myself each trip of like what went right, what didn't go right. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you go to a place, a restaurant, or like you go to like, you know, a museum and you realize the restaurant's 40 40 minutes down. I don't feel like traveling 40 minutes to get a bite to eat. I'll go something around the corner. You know I want to save time because I'm only here for, let's say if it was like on your road trip, you're only there for a couple hours. Like you don't want to spend time getting to another restaurant when you're like, I want to spend the more time in the city that I'm in, you know? Yeah. It's just one of those things too. And it's also like, you know, how much time do you even have to plan? Like sometimes that's also a factor in itself. It's like, yeah. if I know I'm going on a trip in a few months, I got that leisurely, like I can really dive deep. If I am spontaneous, I'm like, I'm going somewhere in two weeks. It's like, how, like you got to consider like, okay, or there's even, a time restraint on how yeah. much I can really get done in that amount of time before going somewhere. Agreed. So I feel like with every trip someone goes on, there is a formula for me anyway, where I'm like, okay, my big things that I need to do are uh, I'm a big art person what museums are around like what are some cool local events that's something I learned on a trip that we went to where oh yeah I looked actually at Groupon and I was like, what are like fun? Like, cause I mean, we Groupon here. Like, let's look, look at a state. What can I get a deal? Cause always budgets, always a factor in my head. But like, what cool things can I do that locals do in their like neighborhoods? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I just feel like it kind I cater to the place I'm in, but also it changes every time. I don't think there's any right or wrong way because everyone has different personalities when uh-huh. they decide to travel. Mm-hmm. We're pretty all easygoing in the sense of we're pretty flexible, right. but I'm also, not such a free bird where I just go somewhere without a plan. Like I need a plan to be flexible, which is so such a contradiction. No, but, but it I works feel like because I agree, I think you mentioned this earlier too about like because for me I agree with that wholeheartedly. Like I am a huge planner, so you would think that like like I'm this very you're like a type person. A or you something. I mean? like, I'm a very type A, but honestly I know I'm not because like I I agree like I like to know that I have options. If like something doesn't work, I'd be like oh well I have three other places that I kind of wanted to go to but wasn't sure if I had time to. So now I can check it out instead of me like frantically being like I'm only here for like three hours. Like I don't want to waste my time looking for something. Yeah. I want to be relaxed in the space that I'm in. So like being able to plan ahead of time like has allowed me to be flexible, which is a very weird thing to say but at the same time it makes sense you know yeah but we've also learned that through all our travels oh 100 percent. yeah you, you want to find uh, a middle ground between over planning and under planning that's very true yeah because uh, i definitely always try to give some space to of like that flexibility of like i want because like you know we're all the same way like i love just walking around a town like sometimes i just go to places i didn't even like it wasn't even on my plan but i just right. was like oh i want to i know yeah. giving myself like two to three hours just like do whatever the hell i want yeah. you know and for me um i actually like like this is like the over planning in me you know that you're mentioning because like where's that balance but in some places like if it really if i'm there for a short amount of time i do think i have to overplan in some sense because I really want to time manage right that yeah. I even map out where I'm going like like because I'm a walker like I don't want to be in my car the whole time or I don't want to I mean I don't mind you know using subway depends on like it where depends I am, on yeah. the city I'm in so it's really hard to pinpoint at the moment but for me I just think that when you're there for a limited amount of time mapping it out also saves time do you know yeah. what I mean? Like those are the only moments where I think over planning is like crazy essential because for me, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to be in this town for like X amount of hours, like how far is it from this restaurant? How far is it from this museum? Like, can I walk there? Do I have to drive? Like, is there free parking? Like, you know, like there's like certain things I do have to consider depending on the location. But I think something that really helps me like narrow down those things or make me realize what I need to prioritize are blogs. I, I mean, I know about you guys, but I love looking at local blogs. 
advice? Because you kind of mentioned earlier, like you'll go to like a hotel concierge and like kind of ask what are the things to do. Like when you're planning it yourself, you can't always have the convenience of a hotel concierge. concierge. It's going to go on a franchise. Concierge. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, you know what I mean? Like you can't do that. So where can you get that local perspective that's not gimmicky? Mm -hmm. For me, it's always a blog. And it's like usually no matter like how high-end the blog is, like, famous or not, there's always some, like, preciousness to it in my sense. Like, even if it doesn't have a lot of followers or whatever, I always appreciate, like, an honest review and, like, and usually even if, like, the images that they show are a little rough, you can still see the potential in my eyes anyway. So, but yeah, I think it depends on the trip when you're, when you're over planning. Like, I think it it depends. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. When it it comes to, if you have a lot, enough time to plan, like if you're able to plan ahead of time, uh, the best thing to do, you talk about blogs. Mm-hmm. Almost all bloggers have an Instagram. I think oh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. They have I some, today, some sure. platform, social media that you can discover them on. Uh, mm-hmm. That's one thing. A lot of uh, people who are bloggers also utilize Yelp. Pinterest is also another one that bloggers will use as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big the big thing about planning too, I know people really focus on budget. Uh, do, Whoever you're traveling with is going to have a certain taste. Um, obviously, like the three of us, when we go somewhere, the taste pretty much is the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes it easy. Makes yeah. it much easier. Yeah, so much easier. We pick like whether it's a restaurant or a location and we kind of use that as our anchor. Mm-hmm. And then we go from there and, and discover what's around there. Oh, yeah. Um, but when it comes to like a, a, a trip abroad... Um, you know, Hopper is an app I've used to find flights. Yeah. And very cheap. It tells you when to buy them and it's very good for tracking. I use Skyscanner, but I haven't done Hopper yet, but I've heard really good things about it. Right. Skyscanner, I've heard of too. I only can speak for Hopper though, because Mm -hmm. I was able to get, um, when I traveled with my mom and my uncle to Italy, Mm -hmm. I was able to get, uh, ridiculously cheap flight oh, so nice to Italy. I love when you find that it's like the most satisfying thing right. ever you're like, like you yes. beat the system you're like, <laughs> right that's how you feel I got you <laughs> I got you uh, but especially when it comes to being a foodie when it comes to looking for places to eat um, aside from using Yelp which I think is the best when you're in that location mm-hmm. um, if you know uh, people that have been to that destination before asking them uh places to eat for recommendations um that's one thing uh if people went to school in that area they tend to know a lot of good places to eat because they were there for four years um there's so many different things that you can do uh and you don't have to be like a travel savant to really be able to do it anybody can do this on their phone um this is the beauty of travel in general because it really does feel like this like kind of a community and just a word of mouth of like hey like I love this, try this. Like, you know, it's like this really nice um, thing. You connect with so do. many interesting people and you realize like other people's interests through like this kind of conversation in some yeah, sense, you for know? Sure. And I, I don't know. I agree with you on that. It's like always nice to like be like, hey, and the thing is, I don't know about, I mean, for us in particular, if anyone comes to me and asks like, where's the spot? I'm so eager to be like, oh my God, you'll love this. You know, yeah, like yeah. I get really pumped to like throw some really nice recommendations. So uh-huh. I think more than not, you know, more so, like a lot of people are happy to help you know right. if you do yeah. ask and reach out like mm-hmm. I know you guys if anyone came to Chris and I via Instagram I'd be happy to give you a list of any of the things I'd recommend same here mm-hmm. I, I have actually saved on the more recent trips I've gone on I've saved every place I went to 
um, including restaurants. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty good about remembering what that place was like. So you have if, a great memory. If, <laughs> you do. If honestly. anybody wants anything, uh, if I've been there, I'll be happy to help. Uh, another tip that I wish I had known when I was driving cross country with Jimmy and I, if you're traveling with somebody, I would recommend everybody look at their credit cards because there's a lot of really, really good deals through your credit cards, whether it's with your rewards points or anything Ah. like that. For example, I never thought to do that. I never think of that, which is insane since we've traveled so much. I literally like I've never looked at that. So when I went to Washington, D.C. in November, I went with my girlfriend and we were looking at hotels and I was kind of like, oh, you know, let me see what my rewards, what I can get. Um, we stayed, I think, for four nights. Um, I ended up getting two nights free at a very nice hotel. Oh! So I actually was kind of weighing it out. Can I save a little money and just stay at a cheaper hotel mm-hmm. or spend the extra money yeah. uh, closer to everything that I want to do? And it ended up working out because I stayed in a really nice hotel. And I only paid for two nights, essentially, because of that's my rewards. That's so cool. That's awesome. So that's something that I recommend for people who are on a budget, especially, is look into your uh, credit card rewards or any sort of deals that you can get through your credit card. There's so many different things. Like, you know, like I said, you can plan a whole trip from your phone nowadays, which is pretty crazy. And if you need ideas using your phone, you can get in contact with people, you know, like you said, bloggers. Yeah. Because um, what's great about the blog community is that they already sometimes already have an itinerary for you. Right. You can adjust yeah. it to your liking. They'll be like, oh, I did this. They, they've mapped it out for you. So yeah. they've done half the hard work. I mean, if you want to adjust it, you can, but right. it's like That's, a good, like almost basis if you're looking yeah. for something like, like definitely planning in general can be so daunting to someone when you're like, where do I even start going to what blogs and things do? like yeah. that, especially if you don't have an, a sense or an idea of like what you want to do. A blog is such a great way to just be like, hey, like I see this format, like I like this or like, you know, I don't like this. I want to switch it with something else. Like there's really great ways and approaches that you can go on when you're trying to travel plan and things like that. And obviously, you know, taking to accountability of like, you know, budgeting and like other things, but it's like, see like where you're at in your life and like you can plan accordingly. Yeah. I think the big essentials are what's your kind of style? Mm -hmm. Like what is your budget? How long are you staying in a certain place? Because that determines mm-hmm. a lot of the things that you're doing. How you know flexible I mean? you want to be. Yeah. And it just, I think when you kind of like reflect on yourself, what you want to do on your downtime, like be as selfish as you want. Like you do you. This is your time to enjoy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, don't stress yourself out with how overwhelming it can be when it comes to travel planning. Just be excited about the things you're about to see. That's how I look at it. When people are like, how do you like plan all these things? Like, how do you have the time? Whatever. It's like, for me, I think of oh my god I'm gonna be doing this in like a few future months. Shannon's gonna future be so Shannon. happy <laughs> yeah exactly it, this is a reward for you look at this planning experience as like a treat to yourself that you are gonna have so much fun doing because you've mm-hmm. thought of it and like when you go to it it's actually you appreciate it so much more because you put the time and effort to organize it all like yeah it's just as rewarding as going there you know and honestly like and it's funny like I feel like I even appreciate when people like like Matt for instance like the fact that I do remember a point when I was just like go ahead, Matt, like you plan it. We will join in like to know like how much time and effort that is. Cause like Shannon and I always were like a huge planners in the beginning, but like to like allow you to do that. Like we understand give you the reins. to give yeah. you the reins and like allow that. It's like, says everything to me. It's like, I the trust that you're planning. How well you're good yeah. planning as well. But also like, it's like really great that like, and I can appreciate, like, I feel like you can appreciate what we had done and like vice versa. Do you know what I mean? Like I appreciate the time and effort it takes for yeah. you to plan like a Long Island adventure that we do together. Yeah. And like, cause I think it's people like who tune into too. like just as a like a little tip when you are in group travel like 
point to yourself. It's you. Like you can uh, yeah, do whatever. Yeah, this is easy. When it comes to travel, though, like group planning, uh, we've always been the ones who like kind of take the reins on it. Not that that's my total choice. It's just kind of give, given upon us. I think it's really important, though, when you do group travel, put your two cents in because the people who do plan, it is a, it is work. You know what I mean? It is a lot yeah. to put, you know, together. But if you guys plan it like amongst each other, you know what I mean? It can be a lot more fun. And it also fun it can experience. help you understand of like, okay, like this person likes this, this person likes that. That means either they break off from the group and do something that yeah. they want to do. And I think is you have your input on it. So you know yeah. you're doing something that you enjoy as well. Like it's not just on that one person to, you know, coordinate everyone's interests. Like they don't they don't know until you put some interest in it for mm-hmm. them, you know? Um, totally. We we both know that when you're doing group travel, it's very difficult because a lot of people's styles are different and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But what becomes very frustrating is when uh, people expect uh, more than what they end up getting. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. because oh, of that's lack harsh. of input from the group itself. Uh, so if you are in a situation where you're planning uh, travel for a group, um, the best thing to do is to, whether you're annoying them or not, hammer ideas out of people because yeah. you don't want, you know, it kind of saves you from dealing with the nonsense of, oh, this was not what I expected. I mean, again, I... No one should say that. I'll say this, though. If you're that friend who's like, you know, like, why aren't we doing this? You're a jackass. <laughs> like, you didn't plan this. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? It's like, or Come if on. you wanted to do that, you should have said something in the beginning. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To those people. It's like the people who plan, it's a lot of work. But again, it's I don't, so rewarding. It's though. so rewarding. I don't want people to think that this is can be an overwhelming task. It can be, but... Think of it in the rewarding way. Like you're going to be doing this so soon on your downtime. You're going to do something, all these fun activities. Yeah. Like it's worth it in the end, guys. Like all that stress that you might think, it's not as bad actually. Like I think yeah. your thoughts are way worse than act- the actual mm-hmm. process. I think that just even goes with like any task in general. Like yeah, any true. like start to a task can be daunting. This is just another task. Let's see it as that way. Do you know what I mean? But the end of it, the end result is going to be the best thing ever. You're going to have a trip out of it. You're going to have some adventure out of it. Like you're going to in some way enjoy yourself no matter how it pans out. Whether it goes the way you want or not, it's going to be an experience. Oh, for sure. If you are sort of overwhelmed by the idea of planning a trip, Mm -hmm. uh, the best thing to do is to start early. And don't be afraid to ask for help because – they're, like the three of us, we were, we were always so happy that when people ask us for oh, ideas yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so happy about and places, you know, even if we've never been there, we can guide you in the right direction on where to look, uh, where, to, where to even start if you don't know where to start. Um, there's it, And it's different for everybody um, where budget might be more important to someone than uh, someone who wants like uh, more than they want so many ideas that they can sort of build off of. And on that note, I think we can call this a wrap. Yes. Yes. Matt, thank you again so much for all your input. We really appreciate you coming on here, just telling us about like how you, you know, your journey of how you started to travel plan, all the trips you've been on since now. I mean, we kind of obviously highlighted your road trip, but this boy, he's been doing so many more local adventures. It's amazing that he's got amazing tips to share. So we really want to thank you for coming on and like kind of sharing those things with us. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank thank you you so much. Thank you for having me. Of course. course. Happy to help. Awesome. All right. So guys, you know the drill. If any of you guys aren't, please follow us on Instagram at the Vogel Twins. If you want to listen to us, we are on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play Music. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We appreciate all of y'all. Yes. (laughs) All All right. right. See ya. Bye. Later.